0: Pacific Beach residents have had enough with the crime occurring at Faneuil Park. That's why a neighborhood group is asking for a curfew to be put in place, hopefully providing another deterrent to the drug use, prostitution, and illegal bike trades that occur there. The area is so well known that it now has an ignominious nickname, Felony Park. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego Newsfix. David Garrick, you cover City Hall for the Union Tribune. And recently, you wrote a story about a proposed curfew at Faneuil Park. How
1: did things get to this point? Well, uh, community leaders and uh, neighbors in the area have noticed a strong uh, uptick in crime in recent months and even even years. Uh, And they also saw that in March, the city council adopted curfews at five other uh, more urban parks in North Park and City Heights area. And the light bulb turned on and they said we should have that in, in our park, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Faneuil Park has become a haven for drug use and chop shops where people steal bikes and then break them apart at night there and then sell the parts. Uh, it's right on Mission Bay in the, uh, sort of the heart of Pacific Beach. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time a curfew has been suggested for a coastal park, right? That's right. But I think that's sort of random in the sense that these folks just happen to see a group of independent, a group of, of uh, urban parks, Uh, get curfews and they came up with the idea Mm -hmm. one point to make on that it's rather complicated Uh, fiesta island is not officially designated as a park Mm -hmm. it's part of mission bay park there's a curfew there Mm -hmm. so i just be to be uh, very detailed and can you explain
0: how curfews are enforced because the way that i view it when i just think about it well people are going to do crime regardless if there's a sign saying you can't be here how do they make sure stuff doesn't happen
1: right there's no trip wires or electric fencing or anything but the police say that they support them essentially because it gives them another tool mm-hmm. right? when they go there instead of saying you're doing something specifically wrong they can just say hey there's a curfew you have to leave mm-hmm. as opposed to looking for an official infraction the person is committing which takes more time and more labor to sit around and observe so it, it helps them
0: so like if someone is at a park and not necessarily doing anything wrong but is their past curfew what exactly can the police do can they like arrest them or just like don't believe
1: uh I, that's that's a good question maybe for a lawyer they, they can cite them but i think the general practice is just to st- point out that it's past the time, Mm -hmm. and to get the person to leave. I don't think they want to be issuing citations in those cases, but I believe that's the hammer they have if it gets to that level.
0: Mm -hmm. And this is also the first time that community groups have kind of made this push towards curfews. Can you explain how that process is supposed
1: to work? Yeah, well, that's a funny thing because it... it I think it's something that's sort of being written as we go. Uh-huh. San Diego has very strong provisions protecting parks. The city can't make policies without, uh, you know, that restrict park access without a vote of the public, which I think is generally a good thing. But I guess you could argue one negative is when you want to change the rules of a park, the city is also subject to the same high hurdles. Mm-hmm. So instead of in other cities maybe where the city park staff has the ability to just put a curfew in place. Not in San Diego. It's got to be done at a much more formal legislative level. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of harder to create a curfew in the interest of protecting the public's access to parks. Mm -hmm.
0: And this is coming from community groups that are wanting to do something to fight this problem
1: of crime. Are there any electeds kind of spearheading this change? Uh, And the city council adopted the ones in March, but I believe they were community generated. So I I don't know of any city elected officials who've jumped on this. But obviously, city council members get complaints all the time from constituents. So I'm sure that they're aware of these concerns. Uh, And I'm I'm, I'm thinking that they see this as sort of the the new remedy. One thing I should point out is that the Faneuil Park curfew has not yet been approved. Mm -hmm. It was approved by the Mission Bay Park Committee, and now it's headed to the city's Park and Rec Council. It'll then have to go to a land use committee and the city council. On the other hand, I don't see much reason why it wouldn't end up getting adopted because it seems like a pretty straightforward policy that no one's really against. Mm-hmm. So maybe it will be in place in like a month or two or something. That, like That would be right? my guess. Yes, mm-hmm. probably maybe three months. But Fanniewall Park is kind of an interesting part just to talk about it. It's it's a, a very unusual park in San Diego is that one edge of the park is actually Mission Bay, mm-hmm. and then the other three sides of the park are housing, which you know I can't recall a park that, that is sort of in that unusual situation. Yeah. So so. Mission Bay is you know it feels like sort of an open public entity so a lot of people congregate in that park and then you have housing right on top of it mm-hmm. so you really have the residents really affected much more strongly than they would be at a wider open park where the housing is farther away
0: mm-hmm. yeah and that kind of creates that tension when you you see crimes happening right in your backyard
1: in a sense right exactly so there was a lot of frustration and they the the PB town council took the bull by the horns and got the ball rolling and you know luckily we heard about it Mm -hmm. So now that those other
0: curfews have been in place in City Heights and North Park, has there been any evidence of a reduction
1: in crime over time? Or is it kind of too soon to stay? Uh, I, maybe soon enough to say, but we weren't able to get those stats from the police a, mm-hmm. as quickly as we would like. Sometimes you know, police take time uh, on stats. So, And I'm sure they want to study the problem and, and, and figure it out. And by the way, one of those five parks, it was approved for a curfew, but it actually doesn't exist yet. Interesting. It's a minor point to make. But it was uh, five parks was approved for. Four of them exist. The fifth one hasn't been built yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So
0: also, are there any other areas in San Diego that are considering curfews as well?
1: Not that I've so far started into the legislative process, but I imagine the story that we wrote over the holidays is probably going to alert some folks who are in neighborhoods where they have problematic parks to, hey, this is a real option for us. You know, we hadn't thought about that and maybe this is the way to go to solve our problem. Mm-hmm. One, one other just point to make is that because the city has the power to set curfews for parking lots next to parks they're not protected by the city laws Mm -hmm. a lot of times uh, the solution is to restrict the parking lot access right so sometimes that works in Fanniewell Park, it didn't work because that is a park that a lot of people get to on foot or yeah. they, they ride a scooter or a skateboard or something like that in that area. So a lot of times the city can avoid having to do the curfew for the park itself by putting a curfew on the parking lot that serves the park, which solves the problem pretty much by itself in some cases. Mm-hmm. And also, how much of a role
0: does homelessness play in this problem or is it not a early issue there?
1: It's an interesting question because I asked the folks there because the beach communities have almost as severe a homeless problem as downtown, at least uh-huh. from what you, what you read and, and you see some of the stats. And so I asked the community leaders, you know, you think this was homelessness? They really, each of them sort of steered me against that, saying they really didn't think that was a key element uh, to this particular problem. They said they didn't think anyone lived in Faneuil Park. It was really more just like a a place that folks congregate, who are kind of on the fringes of society. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have an apartment or they live somewhere, but they, they use that as a place to either buy drugs or to use drugs. Or like I mentioned on the bicycle chop shop thing, which everyone mentioned really, really urgently that, mm-hmm. that this is sort of the hub of bicycle chop shops for for the, the coastal areas of San Diego. This is the place you know where to meet. And apparently if you sell or, or if you steal bikes, you go, hey, I need a handlebar. And they, they exchange it. Again, I am not, I haven't witnessed that myself, mm-hmm. but according to the anecdotes I told, I, I feel like what I'm describing is about right, what people seem to think goes on there. Yeah. I mean,
0: if you have a black market, it has to exist someplace. Right. So exactly. It apparently
1: it was Faneuil Park, which got the colorful nickname Felony Park, which mm-hmm. I'm sure the real estate agents in the area do not really enjoy. Yeah, uh, maybe it'll, it'll lose that nickname if this carfew makes a difference.
0: Mm-hmm. David Garrick, thank you so much. Thanks. In other government news, rounding out his freshman year on the County Board of Supervisors, Nathan Fletcher has succeeded in turning the conservative board leftward. He is the lone Democrat, but he's partnered with other supervisors to move forward on community choice energy programs, expanding child welfare and improving the county behavioral health system. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. On weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union-Tribune. You can also get the flash briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to uniontrib.com
1: podcasts. Until next time.